I'm recording. I'm Hello. Recording. I'm also recording. All right. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Music Mondays. I'm Taylor. I'm Taylor. I- <laughs> I'm Leah. <laughs> and this uh, week is uh, episode 71. We are talking about Phineas and his album Blood Harmony. Yes, we are. And I'm going to so, be. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I've listened to this not very much because I've had a long week. So <laughs> um, hmm. so for those of you that don't know, his full name is Phineas O'Connell. He is 22 years old and he is Billie Eilish's older brother slash producer slash guitarist slash co-writer. Um, so a lot of people didn't really know about him for a long time because he doesn't go by... I mean, Billie Eilish. Eilish is, Eilish is one of her middle names, so she doesn't go by her last name, O'Connell. So mm-hmm. people didn't know that they were related. Um, but he he makes a lot of the music and um, helps her write a lot of her songs. Um, like when she was like 15, she, he was the main writer for her songs. But now that she's older, she's yeah. learning how to write on her own. Um, but... Not only is he all of those things, but he's also an actor. Um, he was in the last season of Glee as like a reoccurring character. Um, he starred in a short film. I don't know if it was a short film or an indie film called Inside Out or Life Inside Out. Um, and <laughs> he was he in also, Inside Out. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also uh, appeared on a couple episodes of Modern Family. Um, nice. Today, I also learned that he has synesthesia, which is that cool thing where people um, hear music or hear, like, people speaking and can see colors or, like, um, like Charlie Puth has it in a way that, like, when he hears someone speaking, he sees the notes. Like, if I was speaking and I was speaking in, like, an A or, like, a B flat or whatever, he would see those notes. Um, and Phineas, I don't know what what kind of synesthesia he has, but apparently he has it. And so does Billy. Um, he's also dating a YouTuber named Claudia Saluski. You ever seen her? She I looks just like Billy. <laughs> She's That's like weird. the girly version of but Billy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is it's kind of weird. Um but like it's just like if you've never like watched either of those humans like move and function, they look alike. But, like, they don't have any of the same, like, mannerisms or – and they don't talk the same or anything like that. Um, They just are both dark hair with, like, kind of similar facial features. But that's also a thing. People tend to be attracted to people that look like them. Yeah, that's Uh, true. He released his first single in 2015. Um, One of his singles is called Claudia, um, and he wrote that song – part of it or like half of the song he started to write the night that him and Claudia met and they've now been together for like a year and a half or something like that. They just bought a house together. That's nice. Um, I do watch her on YouTube sometimes. She has decent videos. Um, he, so blood harmony, the album we're going to be talking about today was released on October 4th of this year, 2019. Um, and he did a small tour after the album's release and Lauren Sanderson was the opener. Lauren Sanderson um, is a musician from Fort Wayne. Um, she's oh, actually nice. only a couple years older than me. Do you know um, the YouTuber Andrea Russett? I feel like I know that name. 
Yeah. She, so her and Lawrence Anderson were like pals. They're both from Fort Wayne. Um, okay. So there's kind of a weird like musical YouTube weird like spider web happening between yeah. all of these people. Um, but yeah, this album was released on, in October of this year and I think it's very good. I also think it's very good. I I put, <clears throat> so I guess I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit. I put on the thing, I was like, it gives me like a little bit of like e-boy, TikTok boy making music kind of vibes. Yeah. But it's good. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. It's funky. It's got, there's only one song I didn't like, um, but lyrically I think it's pretty good. Um yeah, I really enjoyed it. He has a very nice voice. It's very, very chill, very calming. It's very like it has. It just has a good tone to it. Mm-hmm. So. I think he could make really good. Like if he stepped away from from pop, like if he wasn't making music for his sister, I think that he could make a really good like alternative rock artist. Um, oh yeah, because oh, yeah. his voice reminds me a lot of I can't place it, but somebody that I used to listen to when I listened to a lot of like alternative rock, his voice sounds very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is kind of random, but I think that like this is the kind of artist that my dad would really like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my dad listens to a lot of alternative rock, so that's, okay. I think that's why I think of it that way. Um, now that you, I also now put, that you say that, I feel like he reminds me of somebody too, and it's probably the same. It's just like the the very slight rasp, I think, yeah. that makes me think of somebody. But um, he has a really good tone to his voice. It's like a really nice. It's not deep, but it's also not like Shrill. high. It's it's yeah, warm. It's just it's like very a, warm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I watched. Do you ever watch? I think they're Vanity. It's either Vogue or no. It's L. L puts out these YouTube videos that are. Um, popular artists and they have 10 seconds they give them a word it's called word association and they give them a word and they have 10 seconds to sing part of a song that has that word in it you ever seen those videos no i I haven't they're fun and his he kept singing like he sang mr brightside and like a bunch of like blink songs and like so he's an emo boy like he yeah he listens to emo music he's one of us yeah (laughs) <laughs> so I think that that's why you get the little bit of like the TikTok e-boy yeah. kind of vibes from him. Yes, for sure. Because he's an e-boy like, for sure. Like I feel like he'd be one of those guys that's like, oh my god, here is some here is some music taste for you guys. Did you see that video? It was like he's like be- he's like best musicians of all time. If you want to be cultured, keep watching. He was like the Beatles, the Strokes, <laughs> and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm sure it was satirical. But Do you think that's you're pretty funny? Yeah. Well, I love when, when like, TikTok boys do that. They're like, here's some really um, unknown bands that you probably have never heard of, but, like, you should be listening to. Coin, Rex Orange County, Hippo. <laughs> and I'm like, shut the hell up. I know. Shut the hell up. Shut That's up. That's so funny. That's me. So, <laughs> um, the album title, Blood Harmony, I guess, um, the it's a apparently an an english expression and for it it means um what it sounds like when siblings sing together a like biologic chemistry mm-hmm. is what blood harmony means and he says um like somebody asked him like what does this mean 
And he said, I would love for this title to remain ambiguous to listeners and for everyone to be able to imbue it with their own meaning and justification. So I don't know what that means. Um, But he did say that this EP acts as a bridge to his next album, which will be released in 2020. Nice. I know I was surprised at how short it was because I was listening (laughs) to it and then suddenly it was at the first track again. I was like, wait a second. It's yeah. been, like, not long, but it's he long said, enough, you know, to be, like, good and substantial. Yeah, it's seven, six, seven. seven. songs. Yep. Seven tracks. 23 yeah. minutes. Which is a decent amount. That's, like, a, that's a drive. Yeah. Um, he said that he wrote most of this while they were on tour, um, and, uh... I don't remember what else I was going to say about that. Yeah. But. He wrote it while they were on tour. Yeah. And that's cool. <laughs> um, oh, a lot of people ask him about like, what's, what, how do you decide like which songs are yours and which songs go to Billy? And he's like, well, they're completely different. Like the things that oh, I yeah. write about and the things that I write about for other people. Cause like, um. Selena Gomez's new song, the Lose You to Love Me song. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He wrote that song. Oh, okay. Phineas wrote that song, and then he also is, like, the main writer for Billy. Um, And so he he would, while he liked performing, he would rather be a producer and a writer, um, which reminds me a lot of John Bellion. Um, I just listened to... I've been listening to this podcast. It's like a three-hour-long podcast that I've been listening to whenever I remember it. But it's uh, about the artist or something like that. And it's John Bellion. And he was talking about how um, he cannot decide, like, in his soul, like, which he would rather do. Because he doesn't want fame, but he loves mm-hmm. performing and he loves making his own music. But he he's like, I, I don't want the fame. I love doing that stuff. So that's why he, like... John Bellion has written that memory song that Rune Five or Adam Levine. Oh, you wrote that? That's John Bellion. Um, like all three of the singles that Cam- Camila Cabello just came out with, those are all John Bellion. Um, Trumpets by Jason Derulo. That's the John Bellion song. Which, when you listen to these songs, you're oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, totally. Especially, um, Trumpets definitely is very John Billy. I think I knew that. Yeah. I yeah. want to say that I knew that, um, that. But there's a bunch of other ones, too. Um, but I think that, that, that they're similar artists. Like, I don't think Phineas mm-hmm. really wants the fame, but he also wants to make music for himself. But yeah. he enjoys writing and and producing for other artists as well, um, yeah. which I think is really cool. It kind of reminds me of... Um, one Republic. Do you remember that band from when we yeah. were in like middle school? Yeah, oh, absolutely, dude. They don't make music anymore, but he is like the main singer for that. He writes music for a ton of artists. Yeah. Um, so I think that I think that both John Bellion and Phineas will end up being those guys that they they have their short stint of fame and like making their own music, and then they'll just decide that they're done and just make yeah. music for other people. Well, and I can totally understand like not wanting to be super famous i mean like yeah especially like look at look how huge john bellion is like that's gotta be that's gotta get old you know like Mm -hmm. it's 
that's got to be exhausting and you just never have a second a moment to yourself because well just the other day he tweeted um he was like it was a bunch of thank yous like thank you for helping me make this last album like as successful as it been has it's been and blah 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 like I never imagined it would be this big I played areas that I never thought I would play like stadiums I never thought I would play mm-hmm. um so deuces I'm off the internet until the next album comes out so we might not hear from John Bellion for another two years like we have no idea but he just will Honestly, not be on the internet because he doesn't he has to get out he's like I had yeah. a year of fame after I dropped this album now I'm out see you later I get it I totally get it it's pretty cool yeah I think these guys are cool in the way that they do stuff I do too Speaking of being cool, what's your favorite, what's your coolest favorite song on this album? My most my most favorite is the coolest one. I think is really cool and really neat. Um, <laughs> what did I know? Uh, I don't miss you at all. I it's like going. that one a lot. Yeah. Um. He says that um, in a press release, he said that this song is about trying and failing to convince yourself that you're over someone. Um, remembering all of your absolute favorite things about them and pretending they mean nothing to you now. Um, he said that he wrote it on a toy guitar in a hotel in New York while they were on tour. Um, yeah, I think it's a good song. I think it's really neat. Um, yeah. But I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's a good, like, boopy boopy. Yeah, that's the one where he's like, I only dream about you once or twice a night now, or something like that. Is that that one? He says, yeah, in the bridge, it says, I'm sleeping fine. Don't mean to boast, but I only dream about you once or twice a night at most. Yeah, Um, I literally, like, giggled to myself, and I was like, that's pretty good. That's a good line. Yeah. I like that. That stuck out to me. Stuck? Yeah, I like that. I just said that stuck. That stuck out to me. Oh, my God. All right. (laughs) Moving on. What's yours? So my favorite is Shelter because that's some funky shit right there. <laughs> that intro is groovy. And that's all I have to say about it. I just think it's really groovy. And every time it comes on, I'm like, so that's why I like it. Fun fact. Also kind of a sad fact. He wrote that song for Avicii. Like he wrote that song for Avicii to use. Um, because he was looking for some songs for his last one of his last couple EPs, um, but obviously Avicii didn't end up making it. Yeah, that's sad. It is sad, but also kind of cool. Yeah, it's he, cool like, that he's that he made it. Yeah, and like, yeah, is using it now. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I like it. Um, I did have I did have a dislike. I did have a song. I feel like yeah. I, we haven't had an album where I've had a song that I didn't like in a while. I did not like Partners in Crime. I think it's kind of stupid. Um, just like I don't know. Like it's it sounds good. Like the mu- like musically, it sounds good. But lyrically, I was just kind of like, huh? Like I, I I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird. It was like. Like, it literally opens up. It's like, I told you you looked pretty strung out on cocaine. And I'm just like, okay. We went zero to ten really fast, okay? <laughs> so, And now you're talking about cops coming in and pinning dude. I'm just like, what in the world? <laughs> so he said 
in this. Um, I'm on genius, like looking at the lyrics mm-hmm. as we're talking about each song. Um, and he says that he wrote this in London the night after they played Glastonbury Festival. Um, and it was, um, he had done just like strumming his guitar, thinking of something. And he says that the, uh, the lyrics just kind of came out um, after strumming the guitar for a little bit. And he said, the first verse of this song is true. The rest is historical fiction. So the part where he says that they were on Coke and all of these things, that's true, apparently. Which is interesting. Yikes. Considering he was on tour <laughs> with his 17-year-old sister. but Yeah, don't do cocaine. Yeah, don't do drugs, Bad kids. for you. <laughs> Stay in school and don't do drugs. But yeah, I just, I don't know, like, I mean, I, I get it, like, especially, like, if that's true, it's like, okay, that's an experience that happened to you and you wrote about it, but, like, I don't know. I thought it was, like, it's one of those things that's, like, a little too on the nose, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you could have, you could have wrote something, written something about this. I can't speak English today. <laughs> you could have written something about this that was, like, a little more, like, subtle and hinting towards things, but you just went right for it. It's like... Yeah talking about if you love each other while you're pinned to the floor by police officers and i'm like jesus relax please you're wearing me out um i wasn't a huge fan of that one but that's all right musically i think it's nice but Mm -hmm. like lyrically i think it's a little much yeah it's just a little much for me so i was just on the wiki and i found that they are he is nominated for five grammys so wow um bad guy is up for record of the year and um, song of the of year of course it is um when we all fall asleep where do we go the whole album is up for album of the year and then best engineered album non-classical and then his album or he is nominated for producer of the year non-classical nice which is pretty cool but we won't know any of that until January? Feb, January or February. Late January, early February? I don't remember when it is. Yeah. Remember last year when, when we, we tried to? copyrighted <laughs> like a hundred times. We tried to live stream. One of, one of my, t- it was it was Matt Duncan, actually. Like he was trying to watch it and I went into class the next day and he was like, what the hell? And I was like, we literally got flagged on like every account that we had. So sorry. Sorry. Also, shout out to Matt Duncan. He's, he's out there being an actor. Shout out. Your episode's been our best episode, my dude. <laughs> you rock. You're the only one um, that's yodeled. You're the only person that's ever yodeled on here, and we're not about to change that. So, um, but I also had a, yeah. uh, before we get off of the album, I did have a, something under that's that shit we don't like. Um, I did not Ooh. like the random auto-tune moments. I just because oh, yeah. I don't like auto tune. Like I don't care what anyone says. I don't like it. Um, yeah. Especially when it's somebody that has a good voice. I'm like, oh, can you not? Guys, what is wrong with my cat? cat? What, is <laughs> my cat? what is wrong? My nail's with fucking cat? broken. Aww. Sorry, I just had to tell you that. I just discovered it. Anyway, <laughs> should I segue with my broken nail into what LA has done to me this week? Sure. Jesus God. Okay, so it's cool and all. I am super excited that I got to come here. I got to do a really cool job. You know, it was super awesome. But like, it's kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> like, it's been it's been a little rough. So, 
it was okay, like, the first half of the week, you know, I'm, like, starting to get a little lonely, and then Thanksgiving hits, and I'm, like, all my family is together, everybody's with their families, Luke went home, and they were, like, sending me snaps, and I was, like, all sad, and in my feelings, because I was alone, and everything was closed, and so I was, like, you know what, I'm gonna go to this gluten-free donut place and get a gluten-free donut, because it's Thanksgiving, and so I walk all the way there. Also, like, it doesn't rain in California, right? Like, it hasn't rained. It's rained, like, th- like three days of this week, which, like, that's awesome for California. But I'm, like, <laughs> of all the times, like, it had to be, like, okay. But, um, so I'm walking in the rain, and I walk, like, 30 minutes in the pouring rain. I'm, like, I don't have an umbrella. I'm just in my coat, and I'm drenched. And I get to the donut place, and it's fucking closed, and then I call my mom and start crying. And she's kind of like, I don't know what you want me to do. Call an Uber or something. And I was like, I don't know how to call an Uber. And she's like, yes, you do. And so I tried to call an Uber. And then the app was like, sorry, you've already used a credit card on this account. Please try again. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, no, I have Well, like maybe like four years ago. And so, and I eventually get home. I scootered home in the rain, okay, crying hysterically. It's one of those things where it's like you start crying and you can't stop crying. And that I was scootering and crying, and it was embarrassing. So I get I get back, and then I eventually find, like, a Mexican place that's open for dinner, and I go there. And then, like, I'm not feeling super great, like, that evening. So I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. I'm sick to my stomach, but it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what, probably just because I ate too much enchilada. I'm going to move on. And so I go to the venue and I get through three shows and it's like 1.30 and then I'm like, I'm going to throw up right. I'm going to throw up right now. And so I go into the bathroom and I throw up and this, it's like a big place and there's a lot of people in there. And so a lot of people heard me vomit. And then I come out and there's the director and she's like, are you all right? Do you need something? And I was like, no, I'm fine. And she's like, are you sure? I'm going to go get you a, I'm gonna get you a Sprite. I was like, okay. And so she goes and gets me a Sprite. And then I come back. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, are you okay? Oh, my God, are you okay? And then the the guy who was cutting the show was mad because she missed one cue because she was getting me a Sprite, even though they've been doing this show every hour for the past week and a half. And he was, like, whispering to other people and, like, gesturing towards me and, like, being super mad. And then, so I, then, of course, I was, like, humiliated. And so I go back to the hotel and I take a nap and I wake up and I'm like, I can't go back. And then I vomited the rest of the day. I could not get out of bed. But I also, like, couldn't go get myself anything to, like, help because I could, like, barely walk because I was, like, vomiting incessantly. And then, well, now I'm fine. But I just really want to be home. So that's what LA's done to me. Did that's you have story. food poisoning? Like mild I think so. food poisoning? Like, yeah. Some people, I, it doesn't hit them as hard. Like when I had food poisoning, Evan was like able to go to work and stuff still. Meanwhile, I was yeah. dead on my bathroom floor. So like yeah. sometimes it I hits think, people differently. Yeah, I think that's what I had. Because it's like I... Like, I threw up so much, like, this is really disgusting, and I'm sorry, but, like, you know, you threw up, I threw up so much, like, you eventually get to the point where there's nothing left, and you're just, like, (gasps) you know, you're just, like, dry heaving. Heaving. Yeah. And so I eventually got to that point, and then once I got to that point, I stopped throwing up, 
but like my entire body like I was freezing like my body ached yeah and you probably had food poisoning from that Mexican stand. place yeah I think so because the next morning I woke up and I was fine yeah. like minus the whole like I'm super dehydrated and thirstier than I've ever felt in my life but like <laughs> I was, I was okay. And like, now I'm fine. I was fine all day yesterday and all day. I've been fine all day today. So, so yeah, that's what LA's done to me. It's been awesome. I'm also just like so lonely and it's very pretentious here mm-hmm. and it's very soul sucking and it's very, um, expensive and it's cool. Like I'm not trying to take that away from it. Like it's cool, but like the concept of it being LA is what makes it cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but like, that's what it is. Like, well, I mean, it's just like other cities. I don't think anybody will be offended by that because anybody that lives in LA says that it sucks. So yeah, it's not awesome. The only thing that's good about it is the opportunity. I think. Yeah. Like there's a there's and even such an industry there that the only thing that keeps people there is the opportunity. I think. Right. And the weather, but also like. Yeah, the weather has been nice. I had a man today. I'm wearing, for those of you who can't see, obviously that's all of you. I'm wearing like a turtleneck under a sweatshirt. And this man stops me. He's like, like I was in, like in the elevator. He, so he didn't stop me. That was that was wrong. But anyway, we were in the elevator and he's like, are you going to be warm enough in that? It's cold out today. And I want to be like, first of all, mind your business. Okay. Second of all, I'm wearing two layers and it is 65 degrees and sunny. I live in Michigan. Okay. There is snow on the ground there. I'm going to be fine. Thank you. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no, it is not cold today. It is 65 degrees and the sun is out. It's not cold. I wish it was, su- I wish it was but, 65 here. Yeah. It's, like it's 30 degrees where I live. It's 35 and raining here right that's now. That's what I said. I said, yeah, that's why I told him. I said, "Well, I live in Michigan, so I said I'm I'm pretty warm, actually." He goes, "Oh," and I was like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm." Please don't speak to me. And then we're in an elevator. Please, People, I can't escape right now. Strangers always talk to me, and I always wonder to myself it's afterwards. Always unwelcome. <laughs> what about my face says, "Please talk why? to me, stranger." Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I've also been, I've also been approached. I think we talked about this in the last episode, but, like, I've been approached by a lot of homeless people, and I feel, like, really bad about it. But I'm like, I can't. Well, here's the thing. I I don't lie to homeless people. I don't carry cash. Like, I do not carry cash, so I mm-hmm. cannot help you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think I told the story last week of that man yeah, who asked I, I, Evan I don't to really buy him want... a coffee. Did I tell you that? I think yes. I said that last week. Hey, you yeah, want to you hey, buy me a coffee? No. Yeah. I had a guy earlier today. I was walking to the, I was walking to work and he was he was sitting on a bench and he goes, "Happy holidays, miss." And I said, "Thanks, you too." And he goes, and then he yells at me. He goes, "Can you give me anything? Give me some meat. Come on." And I was like, "That's why I can't." And I like shoom, like <laughs> zoomed and I was just like, "Why are you why are you yelling at me?" <laughs> It was terrifying. I was like, stop, you're shouting. At least it's not like that man who once yelled at me on the street and told the entire uh, uh, downtown Indianapolis that I had camel toe. Yelled it. Screamed it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was fun. 
And I looked down and I was like, I do that not. Was, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I was so upset. Evan was like, I'm surprised you didn't say anything. I said, Evan, did you not see the other five very large homeless men next to him? That is the exact moment when I don't say something. If it would have just been him by himself, I definitely would have berated that man back. But there were, first of all, he was like eight feet tall. Like he was ginormous. And so were all of his friends. Yeah, there are some, I don't. Well, we all know the difference between you and I. You were always the reason that I was assertive. And so, yeah, I'm sure you all probably know, but Taylor and I together make one full person. Listen, I'm an Aries. So, yeah, Taylor, I mean, we all know the Starbucks cup story. We all know that one. So That's like my favorite story. So, yes. Yeah. We all know that. So we know that. I don't say things to people and I just run away from conflict. And that I just will yell at a stranger. (laughs) Stands up for herself. And I cower in fear because I'm a piece of shit. Anyway. Oh my god. I didn't tell next week. I told anyone. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um next week. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. When I was in tell your story first. When I was in the Orlando Orlando airport, um, I was in the Starbucks line and the Starbucks line took Literally, it literally took 30 minutes because they had two Ew. people on staff, one at the register and one making drinks. It's 6 p.m. on a on a Sunday. Like, people need coffee <laughs> in an airport. Yeah. And, and it's there's also like you would, children. you would think the airport in Orlando would be pretty popping. It, it, it was really, you know? it was so busy that like yeah. they didn't have us take anything out of our bags and they had us keep our shoes on during security. Like it was that busy of an oh airport. My God. So two people wow. on staff at the Starbucks. I'm waiting for my drink. Like I'd finally made it through and I was waiting on my drink. And all of a sudden I hear these two women yelling at each other in line because the lady behind one lady was bitching about how long it was taking and the lady was must have been sick of hearing about it because she turns around and she goes, why don't you shut the hell up or get out of line? And she was like, what are you talking about? She was like, quit bitching about how long the line is. If you don't like it, get out. And <laughs> they went back and forth. And I was just standing there like, oh, my God, this is the best thing I've ever watched in my life. It was two middle-aged women yelling at each other in the Starbucks line. Oh. That's so good. Fantastic. I love that. Yeah. Really and also great. props to that the the nice lady who was standing up for her Starbucks employees. Right. Shout she out was, to her. She was just like, dude, shut the, the best. fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I would have done like, the same thing, honestly, if I would have heard people complaining about it. Like, get out of Like, shut people, up or get out of line. You don't have to be really here. just... Yeah, nobody's, you don't, this is not a necessity. Starbucks is not a necessity. I mean, like, kind of, but, like, not, it's not. Like, no. you know, like, if you need a coffee that desperately, like, go to the convenience store part yeah. and get, like, a bottle. They a Those exist, too. frappuccino so, out of the fridge. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, God, people, that was great. Man. Anyways, tell us your fun um, airport slash people yelling at each other stories on Twitter, Instagram, we talk about Facebook, <laughs> YouTube. We will. We'll hit it. We'll hit oh, it. No. At Music Hold Monday on, Cast. Hold on, pause. I lost Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I said hey, you are, you're back. it. I said it all. Um, next week. Okay. Who are we doing? 
next week we're gonna do Muna. We're gonna do Save the World by Muna. Um, I don't know exactly what month the album was released in, but it hasn't been that long. Uh, so yeah, that's who we're talking about next week. Um, to prep you, go listen to Winter Break by them because it's one of my favorite songs in the world. So that will get you prepped for this new album. That's all. See you never. Have a musical Monday. Monday. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know I could do whistle notes. Okay, bye. Bye.